what are the what are the, the odds? It's a little drafty in here. What are the odds, Adam, of Jared purchasing a, a mic in a reasonable time frame? <laughs> reasonable time frame? Well, considering it took Jared and I like over two years to use the mics that we purchased, I don't think uh, Moby were placing that mic anytime soon. So that makes the benchmark. I'm sorry, like I'm talking into my mic. <laughs> <laughs> that makes the benchmark for reasonable two years, right? Yeah. So within two years, I think within two years, you'll definitely buy one. Yeah. I mean, so Schneider's giving out 25 bucks for everybody who gets a vaccine. So maybe I'll use that 25 bucks towards it. There you go. Well spent. There you go. Might have, might have white lied a little bit and said, I am already fully vaccinated to get it. You did not. Yeah, I did. You That's did. unethical. Yeah, Wow. I'm one I'm one dose down. The other it's one's disgusting. scheduled. Disgusting. You already got one dose? Yeah, Monday. Yesterday. Did you Might see Moderna? Well Moderna just got shut down. Fuck. So what's is just Pfizer left? Yep. Well, I just got a whole needle full of Moderna right <laughs> into the bloodstream. I was feeling a little bit weird. Yeah, dude, it's like a regular heartbeats, they're saying. Oh, someone's yeah. not sleeping tonight. So we got blood clots and irregular heartbeats. I think so you guys are going to get blood clots before I get regular heartbeats. I have a better chance of getting into 10 car accidents than getting a blood clot. <laughs> well, let's not hope for that either. I, I'm, just, I'm just giving you the odds. Imagine you literally just getting... 10 car accidents in a row. <laughs> that would be. It would. How long up. are we going to be stuck listening to you speak through a tunnel? Can you commit to us that you'll get it this week? I will buy you a microphone before next episode. Yes. I genuinely thought that my new cable would work. Let me just make sure. Jiggle it. I genuinely jiggle thought it. that's what it was. Jiggle it. That always works. Call me jiggle it. Jiggle that thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're blowing it a little bit. <laughs> Let me, um, yeah, it's definitely not testing, detecting a mic. Take the force. Whoa, off. whoa. See what's going on under Jesus here. Christ. <laughs> what do you think you were going to find? I don't know. <laughs> Hey, if anybody needs anything fixed, you know, electronic wise, you guys know who to go to. Look at this kid. Look at it. he's done. <laughs> Nothing. Testing, testing. Yeah. All right. What are we starting? But now, still waiting for my superpowers to kick in for my uh, vaccine. Nothing yet. You can use that as a condom now, Mo. <laughs> 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 Nothing like a condom just filled with mini holes so sound can travel through it. I won't get any coming you, but you'll hear me sploosh. Oh my god! No way I can let that fly. Uh, <laughs> Adam set me up. I had to. Yeah. Um. All right. We sure know how to how to pick a time in society. We've said this before to to do a podcast, huh? Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, pretty. Uh, pretty significant event occurred today. The Floyd hearing? Yeah. No, the Moderna pause. Yes, the fucking George Floyd hearing. I didn't know that's what you were getting at. 
Thoughts on it? It's got my vote. Big fan of putting that guy in jail for 30 plus years or 40 years, I, whatever the sentence was. I'd asked uh, Adam what he felt, but he's wearing a make Chauvin free again hat right now. So <laughs> I thought the camera was high enough up. So <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, did anyone actually think? I mean, and honestly, like, did anyone actually think it was going to be a, a not guilty verdict on any of those? I mean, not. I'm not. I'm not a expert on the the degrees of murder and manslaughter by any chance, but um, it just seemed like I, I couldn't imagine not seeing three guilty verdicts there. I just couldn't imagine it. I gave it 25% chance of him being not guilty. Like just for one of them? Yeah, I, I thought at least one of them would get. I mean, dude, you, you see or at all, least these a high profile, all these high profile cases, more of them the person gets off than not. Well, OJ, in, in, in this Casey case, Anthony, I think it's different. Did you see like I, fucking reporters were like doxing the jury? They didn't how did they get find out who they were? these fucking people are nuts they really are they uh they didn't like sequester them hey like a they didn't move the trial like that's a thing that happens to move it out of a city yeah like so they didn't do that so. right to now like influence you know the, the yeah verdict or anything yeah um yeah they didn't sequester the jury so the jury just got to like go home and i mean they they swore they wouldn't watch the news but I mean, god knows <laughs> I swear to God, I'm not going to put it on. I mean, yeah, there's no way you can live in a bubble for the entire <laughs> trial. I'm just grabbing my glasses. I just, uh, you know, I, I would be, I would have come to the same conclusion they did, but um, I'd be scared shitless if I were that jury. Like, what if it wasn't a open and shut case? And, like, I actually heard, like, people saying the prosecution did a decent job. You know, they, there might be a chance that, you know, he gets off on one of these charges, et cetera, et cetera. So, I mean, if, if it's like a, a really difficult decision as a juror, wouldn't you be scared shitless? I mean, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I, it's getting... I mean, they, I think you'd literally get hunted and killed. Absolutely, they would. And there's still a... Ch I mean, obviously, people are going to find out who some of these jurors are. It's only a matter of time. But luckily, they chose to you know make the right decision and just and just convict this guy on all three charges so but but still i mean that that information's not going to be kept private for much longer people are going to find out at least a couple of these people and and i don't know how much you guys followed this case i i'll be honest i told you guys earlier i didn't watch one second no nah, me either one second so you know, I was asking like, you know, exactly what the charges are. Like that was like a legitimate question because I didn't, ex I didn't really didn't know exactly what it was, but it, it did surprise me, Ty, like you brought up that, um, that, that these jurors weren't asked to go to like a, like a secret location, like a hotel or like, not like a hotel, but like, you know, it could be like a hotel, I guess. Usually and, they like keep them. Right. And, and, the, and well, make sure their names don't get out. Right. 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 Yeah. There's a whole, th I mean. I know it's highly publicized and we weren't old enough to see it actually happen, but we all watched, you know, the, the people versus OJ, but like that, that entire jury was, I mean, and, and that, that trial lasted over a year or almost a year. So, I mean, they were kept in that hotel the entire time. Couldn't, didn't have any contact with family members. Couldn't watch TV. Bless Imagine you. how bad that sucked. It was brutal. I'd be hell. I, I, I think it'd be say, like, 
I'm sorry, I'm racist. I'm not, I don't want to be in the jury anymore. <laughs> I, I think of something to make me impartial. Yeah. And, and I think it, it would be even worse Man of the now. People. Yeah, right. I, I think it'd be worse now if that were to happen because, like, at least in the 19, was it 1994 when that trial or 1993, one of the two? I mean, obviously, we didn't have access to the kind of, you know, mind melting time wasters that we have today. So at least, you know, if that happened today, if they're like, hey, you can't go on your phone. And yeah, on Twitter or something. Fine in that situation, as long as he had his phone and access to the internet, right? But I'm I'm saying, would they even let you? Like, oh yeah, sure I that, don't know. I don't that's know. That's what I mean. Like, it would be way more complicated. So I'm not sure how they would be able to, you know, uh, go about that. But yeah, I mean, that would that would suck to be just completely out of the loop on any sort of news or what's going on with your family or or what's being said about the trial. Cause you can't hear about that either. You're, you're only there just, yeah. to, I mean, you're obviously there, but like you can't hear like the, the, the commentary afterwards. So that part aside, if you guys had an opportunity to be on a jury for a major case like this, to so say you're not sequestered similar to this jury, would you do it? Would you have any interest in being involved in a jury like that? I think I'd have some interest. Yeah, yeah. I would quite the experience. I would certainly be worried about my name getting out, like for all the reasons we just said, but I would definitely be like, I'm sure those names probably get out as soon as the trial's over. Well, like, could you imagine the death threats that OJ's jury got? I mean, no. I would imagine, yeah, I would imagine it was pretty, pretty bad. So. Those people burnt LA to the ground. Yeah, but that was over Rodney King, not yeah, that was different. OJ. I mean, pe- people were still no, very... no, those those the L.A. riots. You're right. Not, originally for yeah. Rodney King. No, you, those they definitely the riots happened again after O.J. was. Oh no, I, I'm sure. No, I, I'm sure there definitely were. I just don't. I mean, I, I think when people I think what Ty was saying, like the, when people say the L.A. riots, they don't think of O.J. They think of Rodney King. What happened first, Rodney King or O.J.? Rodney King. I was like 90 or 91 or something like that. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, we wouldn't. <laughs> but um, well, yeah. I thought um, you know, I, I thought Pelosi spoke for us all, right? Thank you, George Floyd, for sacrificing your life for justice, for being there to call out to your mom. How how oh. heartbreaking was that? Call out for your mom. I can't breathe. But because of you, and because of thousands, millions of people around the world who came out for justice. That's how I, I just thought that in my head. This sounds exactly like Donald Trump. This first part. Thank you, George Floyd, for sacrificing your life for justice, for being there to call out to your mom. How, how heartbreaking was that? Yeah. yeah like yeah, I can totally see him being like, Etching herself. Uh, oh, it doesn't sound good. Let me pivot. I wasn't sure what you meant, that, at, folks. How I wasn't sure what you meant at first, but you're absolutely right. Yeah, <laughs> I could definitely hear Trump's voice. And then saying something as stupid and as asinine as saying, "Thank you, George Floyd, for sacrificing your life for justice." Like that makes literally no sense at all. I, I would, if I were that, like. If I were George Floyd, Floyd's family and I were in that crowd, I would sprint up and like spear tackle her and say, politicians don't 
speak for us. Yeah. Like they like all that is is a giant virtue signal. Uh, like that was not, the, not one even of the cringiest things one. I've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, do you God. think one person heard Perfect. that and felt better? No, I can't. Uh, would, not, how would that make you know, feel worse? But you know who felt yeah. great? Nancy. It was Nana Pelosi oh. right there with that stupid uh, Yeah, like, I'm sure George Floyd's like, hey, no problem, Nancy. Just <laughs> Yeah, this yeah. is all And I took plans. one for the team. <laughs> all of this justice, literally just a guy getting charged for murder, was well <laughs> worth it. We're good now. BLM, <laughs> move on to the next one. Like, right. not how this works, Nancy. Not how it works at all. Again, just thinking she's being like the hero everyone deserves but is like the most tone deaf fucking idiot on the planet your lady's got a freezer full of ice cream a second freezer just for ice cream she doesn't know anything about so do you. what black people are struggling with yeah but i don't try and i <laughs> i don't know where I was going with that. well it, it's obviously not to the same level of incompetence and tone deafness but remember that whole thing when all the it was like Pelosi and Schumer and a bunch of other Democrats like wore those like robes, like those African robes and like got down on one knee for like, no, it was cringe. Yeah. No. Like it's just another, like they look at those pictures and they're like, you know what? We put ourselves in, in black people's shoes today. Yeah. We did a damn good like, thing. Like it's always <laughs> that, 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 uh, like image we always talk about and laugh at when, you know, we see a terrible commercial and we're thinking about who was in the marketing room and they approved that and looking at each other and just being like, fuck yeah. Like that's yeah. it right there. Yeah. Like that's what they do. They all are like, Hey, shit, give it here. Let's shake. Like we this, did a great thing today. This. <laughs> that's the tweet. <laughs> How crazy is this? Nan- nasty Nancy was what did Trump used to call her? Not Nasty Nancy, was it? I have no idea. Nasty Nas- Nancy Pelosi. I don't know if I've ever heard of Nasty Nancy, but I like it. He used, he used to have some nickname for. Her. Um, she was twenty four years old when segregation was ended, so she literally lived through racist America, was a part of it, and now suddenly she's all for Black Lives. Yep. Well, it's like, and she's a part of the crowd saying like, you know, it's worse now than it's ever been like in this country. You know, she's one of those people. Right. I, um, Nancy, go, go walk down the streets in your own district. You'll see people like this shitting themselves in the middle of the roads in San Francisco. I mean, yeah, you could call her out all day on that kind of stuff for sure. I'm interested to see what your guys' reaction is to, um, to this on MSNBC. Um, well, I'll, I'll say this, Nicole. Like I said, I, I actually always thought that he would be found guilty because it's sort of a cultural makeup call. But I'm not happy. I'm not pleased. I don't have any sense of satisfaction. I don't think this is a system working. I don't think this is a good thing. What this says to me is that in order to get a nominal degree of justice in this country, that a black man has to be murdered on air, viewed by the entire world, there have to be a year's worth of protests and a phalanx of other white police officers to tell one white officer that he was wrong in order to get one scintilla of justice. That doesn't make me feel happy. That doesn't make me feel satisfied. It makes me worry about what's gonna happen when these other officers are held on trial. It makes me upset all the more that we didn't have this for Breonna Taylor. It makes me concerned about what's gonna happen in the trial for Ahmaud Arbery. So 
No, I, I mean, this is not the system working. This is a makeup call. This is the justice system trying to say that, hey, this is one bad apple, because that's how. What do you think about that? I think the first part of his comment was actually right. It did take this much public pressure to get one of these right. There's been so many that have been just totally fumbled in the past. Um, I don't know if I agree with the second part of the comment of it's going to set like a precedent and what's going to happen behind like closed doors and all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I agree with Jared in the first part and I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, we're, we're going to continue to see, unfortunately, the, these things are going to happen and there's going to be more protests. I mean, there's going to be another, like, like they already said, like there was already trials that there, there are cases and trials that haven't even happened yet. I mean, this is going to, this is going to continue on. And that next case is going to be like the trial of the century kind of thing that, that, you know, it was going to get that treatment just like this one did. So I don't know. I mean, it had to happen. I, I would think that things might have been a little different if people weren't out in the streets protesting and things like that, just because of the history behind it. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's tough for me to say too, because obviously, like as we've said a trillion times, we're not black, so it's really difficult for us to speak. Uh, you know, from a place of being educated yeah. on it, I guess. But I'm just thinking to myself, like how, you know, hopefully. You know, as lights get shed on some of this shit, like the more we're going to see justice being carried out in like court of law. But it's like, how many times is that going to happen? Like, is that is this just going to be the reaction every time that like, well, I, we don't really care. It's not enough. Like, it's it's still needs to be priority number one in everyone's yeah, minds. Like, I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's ever going to get to a point where we're like, okay, I'm satisfied. Like from that, like from the African-American community, I don't think that's ever going to happen. Um, I think like the justice today is like justice that should be expected, like very simple. Okay. This guy clearly murdered somebody should go to jail. I think when you look at like the police reform that needs to happen on a national level and just like the way black people are treated by police and stuff like that, like you guys, obviously this was a while ago, but you saw Judas and the um, black pan. What was it? Judas and the black, Judas and the black Messiah. Name? Messiah. Um, like shit like that. Like obviously it doesn't happen to that level that it did in the seventies and the sixties but black people are hundred percent still profiled and mistreated by police. And I'm sure fear for their life every time they're pulled over. So I think that stuff still has a long ways to go. I'm, I'm curious. Do you think like poor white people experience the same kind of angst with the police? No, not, I don't think to the degree. I'm sure there's some level of angst, but I don't think it's the same. I, I don't think it's a, like, as simple as person sees black person, like cop sees black person and assumes the worst. But I think it's a byproduct of like, if you're in a black neighborhood in the inner city in the projects or a black person in a very white community where they stand out. Um, like I think those people are definitely not treated the same way as us getting pulled over would be. Yeah. So, I mean, what, what kind of training is going to change that? What you just laid out? I don't know if it's as simple as just like, hey, train you to 
be like racially sensitive because I hate those like buzzwords and stuff like that. But I think there's got to be some level of like culture change of like people really are innocent until proven guilty and your first reaction should not be always come out hand on your gun ready to pull the trigger and and i'm not saying that only happens to black people but um yeah i don't know obviously it's 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 super nuanced and difficult it's not an easy fix and i think that's part of the reason why we haven't really made any progress to improve things that might be above our pay grade Uh, that's a tough question i mean yeah but who's gonna answer it like is this just is this just gonna be the rest of our lives is every time you know you turn on the news it's it's very like racially focused because i mean we would probably all admit right then the last year it's kind of exploded into you know a lot of mainstream media coverage well yeah Yeah, i mean not not just right not just like you know uh police brutality and stuff like that but I mean, we've seen it explode into, we've talked about it all the time in education. So, I mean, what do we think? Do you think that's just going to be how it is from now on? Like, like until. Right. Until what? That's what I want to hear. What? I I stopped myself because I I don't, I don't think it's an until there. I think they're like, as cheesy as it is to say of like racism and slavery is like the original sin that we have a lot of shit to make up for. And I'm not saying reparations or something like that, but like we do kind of need to dig out of that hole of the way black people have been treated as second class and third class citizens since the inception of America. And yes, it's gotten better over the last 50 years, but I still think that, because they started so far behind your average, you know, working class white person. Um, that, that I do think it will be a topic and it deserves to be a topic for the foreseeable future until you what, start to see, I was going to say, until you start to see African-American poverty decrease, crime decrease. I think a lot of those social indicators of, are we seeing, um, incarceration decrease things like that they mean like okay black society black culture is making progress and kind of getting to that closer to the level playing field if that makes sense yeah but how do you do it without like reparations a very focused vision and very focused investment um i I think what if you don't see the return I don't think we would see the return until we don't have, we have people that we have generations to this. Yeah, it'll be a generational thing. Right. I'm going to say, like, there's generations living today that, like we just said with Pelosi, like lived through like the the Jim Crow era and the the civil rights era. And and and, um, I I don't think that we're going to see any actual real change. Derek Chauvin didn't, though. Well, no, I, think, I think he was just a dick and a racist. Yeah, I, I, so that's not changing, right? Right. I mean, I, I think that's doesn't matter I'm what generation a, it is. Well, I I wouldn't say that. I I think that as we like, because I think Jared mentioned cultural. Okay, so I mm-hmm. think as long as we have, and I know that Chauvin was not, you know, he was in his forties, so obviously wasn't 
He was born in the seventies. Okay. Late seventies, probably. Um, so just kind of, you know, that, that was right around the time where we're just starting to adjust to the post civil rights world. But I still think that, you know, we're still a couple of generations away from like having this part of our culture being like a fabric of our society still and ingrained in our society. So I'm not saying it's like guaranteed like two generations from now, racism's gone. I think that's always going to be a problem. It's always going to be embedded in some part of our culture. How are you going to tell two years from now? How are you going to tell if it's better? Well, I, I didn't say years. I said generations, dude. It's a long okay, time. So twenty years. How, how... I guess. I guess uh, with with statistics. I mean, uh, looking at you know, like Jared was saying, in terms of you know income. The income income level, incarceration levels. I think those might be what we would have to use twenty, thirty years down the road to see. You know, okay, have we have we gotten any better? That's that's I guess that's all we have to to look through. Because I don't think those things have gotten much better over the last handful of decades. Like the cities no. that are still the cities that have been ridden with crime and things like Baltimore and like the wire and shit like that, like those cities are still the way they have been. But yeah, I'm just like you think in twenty years because we're further away time wise from segregation that it's just gonna naturally work its way out again i i think 20 years is not what i was thinking about whatever you want to call it 50 60 yeah i i think it i think it helps i'm not saying it solves the problem i think like jared was saying there has to be a lot of legislation that gets put in place that gives african-americans more opportunities to pull themselves out of poverty and also for the government to play more of a role in helping them pull themselves out of certain areas where they're more likely to find themselves just because of their family history and, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it will be fixed in 60 years, but is there a chance that if the right people in power make the right decisions that we might see improvement? Absolutely. I think it can happen. I'm not saying I have the answers, but I think with all the reasons we, or the things we laid out, it certainly is possible. I think so too. I think the hard part would be just getting shit done because like getting legislation passed, getting investment or just getting our federal government to do anything relatively competent. Like that seems impossible these days. So why are you confident? I didn't say I was confident. I said it was possible. I never said it was possible. What did you just say after Adam just, you said, yeah, I'm. No, I didn't. You agreed with Adam. Yeah, I think it's possible with the right investments and very intentional plan that will take generations to address all those metrics that we talked about income, incarceration, poverty, um, college graduations, test scores in schools. Like those are all things that need attention and those over time turn into a productive society. But without investment in a very specific plan of how you're going to do that, I don't think anything changes. I'd be interested to see like how those numbers look like now compared to the nineties or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like I'd how, guess, how things improved. I guess I would guess you'd probably not much better. Like obviously we've never been in an inner city's public school, but like you hear the horror stories of just like they're disasters. Dude, they like in Providence schools, for example, they pay their subs two hundred, like I think around two hundred and fifty dollars a day, just to show up and just be a body and be a, a you know a warm body in a room. That's how hard it is to get people just to sub there. 
So I can only imagine yeah. how difficult, you know, it is to, to teach in those environments and Providence is nothing compared to like parts of Chicago and, and, you know, Manhattan and, um, you know, Los Angeles and, and you name any other major, you know, metropolis. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ty, is it safe to say that you don't think that there will be any improvement? Is that, are you no, no, I'm just trying to, no, I'm just playing. Yeah. That side okay. of it. I'm trying to challenge you guys. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would like to think it would improve. Um, it's hard to see how. It's hard to see, you know, I know we don't really know what we're talking about, but it's like, you know, interesting to try and think to yourself, you know, okay, uh, income, right? Like, you know, what, what, what the hell can we do that we're not doing now that would directly benefit African-Americans in a way that they would see their income levels rise. Like when you actually try and like sit down and think about the logistics of these individual things that you would have to change for us to see progress. Like it's, it's hard to wrap your head around. It would, in my mind, it would have to be something like a new deal era, like jobs program where it's like, like just for black people. No, it would have to be like below a poverty level in certain yeah. areas, targeted areas. Yeah, that's what um, I mean. It, it's it's going to be a class-focused thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where it's like, hey, if, if you want to work and you're willing to work just like FDR did, I have a job for you that will pay yeah. you a living wage. Mm. And the government will pay that salary and you'll add value to society. And like, I think a program like that would be massively successful. Get people yeah. off the streets. I think we've said it like I don't agree with it. I don't like the I think they call something like that a jobs guarantee Um, because I do think like, you know, you can't pay someone that's not going to do anything. You know what I mean? Like someone's a terrible worker like, but yeah, no, I I agree. And that's what I was kind of trying to get to is it's not the solutions not necessarily going to be race focused, right? It is going to be a class focused in most cases, fo- you know, type of solution. Yeah. Right. Or, or I mean, geography focused. Yeah. And, you know, unfortunately, right. And that's kind of why we're, you know, talking about this stuff is, you know, disproportionately you have African-Americans probably in general, people of color that are, that make up that bottom. And I, I'm saying that and I actually don't know, but I'm just kind of assuming here, but you know, that, I'm that's curious why, like, what the difference is in yeah. terms of like average income. Another step in the right direction would be uh, raising the federal minimum wage. I think that that might sure. be a step in the right direction. You you, you talk about a class solution that would yeah, help would everybody. Help. So I mean that and, and that, that would but be that's a step why in the right direction. That, I think that's kind of kind of where my skepticism comes from is because I think I don't have any faith in our government and our politicians to focus on the right things and not let you know outside forces get influence. I don't think they're going to do the right things in order to solve it. Like they wouldn't, people wouldn't tolerate a class focused issue because it's, it's not like, that's not, that's not on brand. They will certainly, they would criticize that and right now say this is just part of redistribution of wealth, all those buzzwords. I was going to say that too. They're certainly going to say all the right things. Obviously there's a much better chance of them just stepping up in front of a mic and right, like they always do. I'm gonna, like they always do, but when actual action comes into play, there's obviously less of a chance of that happening. And we've and there's plenty of evidence in history to back right. that up. 
Yeah, so the so me- median um, income in 2020 for black people was $44,614, Hispanic 46,000, whites 66,000, and Asians 73,000. Well, yeah, I mean that we we would need to see like of below the poverty level citizens what's the racial makeup of yeah, that. Yeah, I mean right, right there just to see though that average that's a massive for whites is 50 percent higher yeah that's a massive gap so yeah whether you have the you know low-income numbers or not i mean that's obviously a glaring like okay like how do we address that yeah i mean that certainly tells you that you know they make up a larger portion of that you know but i I don't know numbers wise you know that's what i mean proportionally i think they they certainly would Um, and that's why i think a class-based solution would help like alleviate those problems um, but I mean, there's a shit ton of white people below the poverty level that, you know, need sure. the same kind of help too. You know what I mean? Cause Absolutely. that's what, that's what cried crystal and like, especially crystal like talks about, which, you know, I can understand and does resonate with me that like, regardless of your skin color, man, like if your family before you was like broke and didn't have a lot of things going for them, like for you to overcome that and change and be like we were talking about last episode, like make a better life for you than the previous generation had. Like that's fucking hard. Absolutely. I think it's way harder now than it was for our parents' generation. Kind of like we talked about last week. Well, just think about I, like I, the, what we would consider, right? What we would consider like losers in high school, like whatever yeah. that you call it, the bottom 20%, right? We've talked about this before. Like Coventry had like what six black people, so the bottom twenty yeah. percent was that might be uh a, that might be being um more yeah, generous. generous yeah, yeah. Um, but you know just because those families you know and, and kids aren't African American just because they're not their skin color doesn't align with you know the brand of the of the day doesn't mean that they shouldn't be considered in the same type of solution that would directly benefit them. No, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, that's, that's, that's what I was trying to get to is just like, that's yeah. why I, I, I'm ultra skeptical of, you know, the people that hold the power to do things like this, to do anything the right way. So, right. And, and, and to, to jump on what you said, Ty, I mean, I know it, this, this specifically focuses on African-Americans, but kind of like you said, if you're born into a family that already has very little, I mean, you're starting out in the negatives in terms of building yourself a great life. Cause you know, after the Civil War ended, when the Freedmen's Bureau was formed, one of the tasks it was given was, and this is a plan that was supposed to happen, that all this land that was, you know, gained, that was taken from plantation owners after the Confederacy disbanded and all of that was supposed to be given to the freedmen, to, to the former slaves. There was a whole plan for, like, there's an old phrase, it's like 20 acres and a mule or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, 40 yeah, acres I kind of remember yeah, that. Yeah. That was the whole plan. And all of those all those families, all, the, all those individuals, generations after them would have been starting, you know, they all would have had a lot of land to work with. Right. They all would have been a, know, way to, like, a way to put food on your table through your right. farm or whatever. But yeah. And that, that's the key thing, right? Adam is it's not like making sure that they, you know, have like a, a living, right. And it's just give them yeah. the same opportunity and, you know, um, chance for resources that the next person gets. Right. And then the and rest it, is kind of the American dream, which sure. that's how it should be. 
But yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's crazy when you think about it you is. Know, how that probably has ripple effects to. Oh my today, god! You know, it's insane. Andrew Johnson and members and the Democrats at the time because. The parties kind of switched yeah. at that time. Democrats were very much against, you know, the black population. They ended up just putting the kibosh in that whole thing. And like you said, Ty, like, <laughs> hey, the, guys, why don't we just keep everything? <laughs> <All right>. Not <laughs> only that, dude, they gave the fucking land back to the plantation owners and all the people of course that, like, they did. bowed down to Andrew Johnson at the time to like beg for forgiveness. And then a lot of those freedmen ended up they had no choice. They had to go back and work for their former masters, some of them, and like the whole sharecropping thing, which essentially guarantee that these people would always be in debt to the to the owners of that of those plantations. Yeah, fuck which that. was supposed I'm to sure, be I'm sure those man. worker conditions were top notch, huh? <laughs> yes. It was literally poop in bags. They at least get the poop outside. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it literally became like diet slavery at that point. And then like right. you said the, the, the ripple effects of that to now can still be seen. So the elites have been controlling DC for a long, long time. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, we'll see, we'll see what happens and we'll see, you know, I could see like riots happening if the sentencing doesn't go the way everybody wants it to. And, you know, he goes to prison for 20 years and. Yeah. It wasn't like the combined years, like just under 40 or something. If you combine it, obviously it'll end up being less than that. Like I said, uh, like he's first offender, right? I mean, thousand percent, it will be less than that. And we'll have people in the streets and all the news um, channels will be covering that nonstop. We'll have more riots. If BLM is not still around, which obviously it will be, it will be reinvigorated. It's, it's bound to happen. You can put it in your calendar fit 10, 15 years down the road. It's not going to be good. You kind of think that the whole first time offense thing should be tossed out the window when the crime is murder. You shouldn't get a second time at that offense. A second yeah. chance. Yeah, and I I don't fucking know how all the sentencing stuff works, but Yeah, neither do I. Um all right. So I I did say I've got some kind of uh personal but troubling news. If you guys uh will entertain me. Well, Absolutely. Here's... Let's let's hear it. Um so my dad and I are not speaking anymore. What? Yep. This was as of like last week. Uh and it really stemmed from like one one text. This is one one text. So I'll I'll read you the text. I don't like Sagar. <laughs> Unlike Crystal. He's far too sure of himself in saying that he thinks in saying what he thinks uh, is what he thinks as is being fact or a fact, though I agree with his overall opinion. His comments uh, are based on nothing. Based on nothing. I think that's interesting. Is he referring to a specific topic that he brought up? I sent him the uh Sager's radar on the Pentagon like melting down after Biden said they're out in September. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and he was just like pretty much saying like he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. You should now send him the four Washington Post op-eds denouncing us leaving Afghanistan and every other article that's been posted linked to the Pentagon since. 
I, I think he just doesn't like him because he criticizes like Fauci. And... <laughs> yeah. Come on, Mister C, embrace the well, somewhere dude, in the middle yeah, mindset. Done. I cut him off. I said, "We'll I see." Mean, you. I I, I got to say, for everything. I, I got to join you here. I mean, me and Uncle Chet talk almost daily, so I think I have to just cut him off at that at this point now. <laughs> just text him and say it's over, man. Done. <laughs> <laughs> delete this fucking number you're blocked <laughs> yeah i was fucking pissed i was heated dude because <laughs> i i would love to have him on i would I'd be interested to see what he says but like he fucking watches cnn so Still. well i don't know that's what i mean like i, I don't we gotta have him back on here we've got to have an, an intervention yeah i agree I, dude do you guys see Fucking Emily Jasinski subbing in today on Rising. Yeah, I did. I was yeah. so disappointed. I, I didn't even Double watch Tiger it. took 420 off. I didn't even watch oh, oh, yeah, it. He was blazing. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> My boy. No, no he lie. Everybody it, a happy 420 this morning on Twitter. <laughs> Who did? Sager did. He did? Yeah. That's Dude, awesome. you must have been ripping him. He does not look like a kid that smokes. (laughs) No. You don't think he's done an edible? I'm sure maybe he's done one. I don't think I see him as a guy who's celebrating 420 every year. I want to see him on an edible and have him just go off on stuff that... I feel like he would get extremely annoying. He he can be a lot. I like that I can like... Yeah, but what I like about him, because I do agree, I, I... even I, I even said to him, like, I understand what you mean. Like, he's very passionate. Um, but, like, he's not, like, Rachel, I mean, Jesus, Rachel. Crystal will say, like, I don't agree with you, and here's why. And he'll say, like, okay, yeah. Like, <laughs> and they yeah. Get he, he won't be like, oh, you're you're a fascist, or, you know, you're, you're yeah. uh, you know. He won't say you're wrong, liberal. Or, right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So his opinion may be strong, but it's not beyond, you know, criticism, and he, he's not beyond a debate and a discussion. So yeah, I mean, I, I guess like, I don't know what it's... else you could ask for, and someone right. you want to get your news from. Yeah, if you look past the passion and like sit down and like really think about why he's saying the things he's saying, I I know that's not. I mean, it also helps that I don't think he said anything wrong ever. So, oh, not once. That that that's why I love him because he speaks outside of party lines. I can't think of one other conservative person ever that I've ever heard talk speak outside of party lines. Can you? Even even that the chick Emily Jasinski, who is in general like fits that mold a little bit that she's not like a super partisan hack, but even her like partisanship and bias comes through way stronger than it does Sager, in my opinion. I'm sure that like it would be difficult too. sometimes to understand like if Sager's a conservative or a liberal because you'll hear yeah. him rail against unions, you'll talk about him like wanting more government spending on on people, right? I mean, so it's not like a very cut and dry thing with him at least. I'd vote for him for president, hands down. I uh, I was kind of pissed. I was it, I was annoyed. Just kind of go back to I guess the Chauvin thing. I was annoyed at like. Crystal, like, uh, I don't know if you saw her Instagram, um, but like, she she just like tries to like dunk on this stuff and just is like, you know, just another one of the people saying, "Yeah, this is great, but it doesn't mean a thing." 
you know, she um, posted like Chauvin is the seventh on duty cop to be convicted of murder since 2005 uh, out of around 15,000 police killings in that time. And so, and she just puts like some context. And it's like, I mean, I understand your fucking point, but like, can we have one day of, you know, actually like acknowledging when something happens the way it should? Yeah. Like just like, enjoy a like great, like the, like the system right. worked in this case, like the justice system did what it, right. We should feel do. good that, you know, justice was served in this case. Yeah. Well, if social media wasn't a thing, we wouldn't have to worry about that. I fucking know. Cause I we wouldn't would even see, know what she thought. We would just see it for what it is. And we'd have our own little internal thoughts and opinions and no one outside of the room we're in would hear them. And then people would be much happier. God damn it. Dude. How lame was it that everybody and their mother either tweeted, released a press release or released a video about the Chauvin announcement, like Adam right. Schefter, Schefter. We do not need to hear your take on Derek Chauvin. Every dude, sports franchise, everybody their take on Derek Chauvin. They want you to know which side they're on. They don't want anything left to chance. They right, because sure unfortunately, you know. we're we're so far past the line of sanity that if you don't tweet something about it, the next thing you tweet, there'll be people like all over you saying, why didn't you, why didn't you tweet about it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Ridiculous. Racist. That's why I'm glad I don't tweet. Yeah, I mean, we, we're, the three of us are Dogecoin. all the same. We don't use it. We're on it. You know, we don't like use it and tweet our own stuff, but I mean, I wish it would go away. I'm 10, 10 years clean. I'm, I'm, 10 years clean from the tweets. That's insane. Like, you really you haven't tweeted, tweeted last? Well, no, that's not true. I've definitely like <laughs> randomly, but like 10 years removed from when I was like a raging, like the equivalent of a Twitter alcoholic. So now you just have an occasional drink. Yeah, I'll retweet something. I have. I don't remember the last time I tweeted. I mean, you you can look it. Up. I'm, I'm not gonna look it because I have no idea. It's- I'm looking at Adam's Twitter right now. Uh, oh boy, half hour ago. <laughs> Bullshit. I want first degree. <laughs> uh, Hashtag justice is never served. <laughs> what, what's what's Hashtag the more can be done? What, what's the uh? The, it's the thing that all the liberal, um people are, are throwing around it's not justice it's accountability like that that's like the big that's the yeah they always have right to have now. some like one-liner yep and everyone's like, posting and that, and that's exactly what that was is this no this i'm just gonna leave this like that, yeah that was what that is exactly what was playing out today on twitter <laughs> this that's the tweet you dude, you ha- you have to send that video to us because I, I I forgot the name of the girl that you or the name of the Instagram page, but uh, I, I just I want to watch that video again because that that's perfect. Because how many like you said, how many times have we seen people say that, and we're all thinking in our heads like everyone must be saying the same fucking thing, and then take someone like her to put it all together in like one pot of liberal stew and just share it with everybody. <laughs> Sounds like you really liked that. I did. It was funny, dude, because I don't know. I feel like just there's a I, I follow a lot I mean, of people. She is fucking hysterical. I'm sure she Who is. is it? Like she did. Um, I think her name is Kylie Brakeman. That sounds um, familiar. Never heard of Yeah. Well, she did like when the $15 minimum wage stuff was going on. She did 
I think I shared it. She did a hilarious video and like the same kind of like voice. Just, you know, saying like, hey, Mr. Moneybags over there, you're $15 an hour. <laughs> um, this. Okay, this. Okay, this. Um, this. That's it. That's the tweet. That's, <laughs> That's perfect. Exact voice I picture whenever I see those things. Oh, 100%. 100%. Followed by their pronouns. He Incredible. Did you guys see last thing? You guys see uh, what Maxine Waters said last night? Like encouraging that... more confrontation if they don't get what oh, they want. Oh, on top of what she already said? This was yesterday. This was like before the verdict came down and all that. She was in Minneapolis. Okay. Um, and like she encouraging was, violence, essentially. I mean, without saying, like, I encourage <laughs> you to be violent, she encouraged violence. Sure. So it got so bad, dude. Look at the, this is what the judge had to say in the trial about it. I'm aware that Congresswoman Waters was talking specifically about this trial and about the unacceptability of uh, anything less than a murder conviction and talk about being confrontational. But you can submit the press articles about that. This goes back to what I've been saying from the beginning. I wish elected officials would stop talking about this case especially in a manner that is disrespectful to the rule of law and to the judicial branch in our function. I think yeah. if they yeah. want to give their opinions, they should do so in a respectful and in a manner that is consistent with their oath to the Constitution. Love I was like, holy office. shit, dude, for that. a judge to say that. Right? Good for him. It's well, judges like... are supposed to be as non-political as can be. Supposed to be. Yeah. They're supposed to be just like facts or facts. Let the process play out. I, I didn't watch the clip, but Don Lemon um, went off because everyone was saying Go that. Go off, you know, queen. Yeah, she. he went off like a queen and <laughs> was uh, very much saying like she couldn't have been any more opposite. Uh, I didn't watch it, but he said like pretty much she couldn't have been any more opposite in her comments of promoting violence. I was like, mm. I mean, I guess I'm not surprised going from <laughs> CNN, like from CNN and all that, but um, I, I mean, I feel like it, it doesn't take that much. You just got to sit there and listen. I mean, because not not to compare it to the Trump thing, but pretty much what she said is a lot of in a lot of ways, you know, in, in light of the the kinds of things that that Trump said, which is what he was impeached a second time for. So I'm not saying anything should come of it and i'm not saying she, she should be removed from congress didn't uh, what's her name taylor green or whatever put like forth like a uh, a motion to like literally remove her from congress um they obviously that's not going to happen but she clearly was saying like we want people in the streets just you know obviously be not confrontational we, be confrontational like to be how else can you interpret that what the hell? Does she not know? Like, do people not know what? Oh, she knows exactly what she's means? saying. Oh no, no, I know she does. But do do regular people not understand what those words mean? I mean, just no, they call do. It what it is, they do. It's just no, nobody will in the press will come out and say it. Um, speaking of the press, Adam, you want to set up our? Uh, when I think of Bounty Gate, I'm not going to think of the um, Saints anymore. <laughs> You know what? When I when I when I, I texted know. that to you guys, when I said bounty, it's like, why does that sound so familiar? And then yeah. I had to think about, it. I was like, oh yeah, Brett Favre and all that. But no, this is uh, Brett Favre. Yeah, Brett. 
Well, Brett Favre, he was part of that whole bounty thing. Like he, they were like oh, they were trying to take him out at the time. Yeah, because that was it was at, it was yeah. after that. Yeah, it was after that season because they played in the NFC Championship game where Brett Favre, if he didn't throw across his fucking body, the Vikings probably would have gone to the Super Bowl. But like there were a lot of like late ass hits, and you know they ended up coming out that they had bounties for that game and other games. So, um, so he was kind of involved, I guess. But anyway, new as far as the new Bounty Gate or Russia Gate 2.0, depending on how you want to look at it. So we need to start from the beginning. And when I say the beginning, we can start with the first Russia scandal. We're not, we're not going to get too far into it, but generally, um, you know, after the results of the 2016 election between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, Trump wins. And of course, uh, the vast majority of the population that voted against or voted for Hillary or just voted against Trump couldn't accept the results. So what did they do? They brought up the old boogeyman, Russia, tampered with the election. And how long did that go on for guys? Well, it was proven that Russia tampered with it. What they all believed was that like Donald Trump directed them. Right. To do yeah. It. So, yeah. So Deluded. there Deluded. was there was collusion. But like, did Donald Trump like play as big of a role in it as people said? No, of course not. And that went on for like three Report hours. Report actually said years. that yeah, there was no connection. There was no none. <laughs> he, he, he didn't. And it was it was nothing. And all of these, you know, CNN, MSNBC, all the newspaper publications, New York Times, Washington Post, all of them ran with it with no evidence. And when it was proven that, hey, there was really nothing going on between Trump and Russia, there was nothing. What we call the memory hole. Yes. So enter Russiagate 2. So I want to say back in the it was last July. So we're talking yeah, how many months summer, ago? Yeah. yeah, like nine months ago, 10 months ago at this point. Um, the end of July, the New York Times uh, publishes an article. I don't remember the exact title, but pretty much said that Russia is putting bounties on U.S. soldiers, pretty much encouraging the, the members of the Taliban and, and, you know, anyone that's against U.S. occupation in the Middle East to take these soldiers out for a nice price. And I'm pretty sure Sagar mentioned that they had talked about this and I, cause I'll be honest, I don't remember them talking about it as much in like in July I wasn't and August watching it at that point. I, don't I, I remember them saying, Hey, there's not a lot of evidence behind this. Uh, right. that this is actually true. Cause again, the initial reaction was, Oh shit. Trump's really brushing us under the rug. Right. And within a day or two, it's pretty clear that the evidence was non-conclusive. Sure. But that didn't stop. The New York Times, yeah, from running with it, didn't stop yeah. the Washington Post. It didn't stop CNN, MSNBC, all of these networks from not only confirming it was true, but then they started releasing all of this other information that branched off from that initial premise and stating all of that was true. Because obviously, you know, Trump is is he knows about bounties on U.S. soldiers and he's letting big bad Putin do whatever he wants to do. That's terrible. And if it was true. That would be treasonous. And so I think listen to, the, listen to the coverage last summer just for some context to what you okay. just said. In our worldly today, President Trump dismissing the Russian bounty intelligence story as a hoax meant to damage him and Republicans. The president often touts his relationship with his Russian counterpart, Vladimir Putin. To- the White House also responding tonight to a bombshell report accusing Russia of offering bounties to the Taliban to kill American soldiers in Afghanistan. 
And now you know from this reporting in the New York Times, which has since been confirmed by the Wall Street Journal, that not only does the president know that Russia was paying for American soldiers' deaths. News, get this, the Washington Post is now reporting that the alleged Russian bounties to Taliban fighters in Afghanistan are believed to have resulted in the deaths of U.S. troops. This is great, too. It's one level of bad to realize that Russia is doing this, right? That the U.S. intelligence has concluded that Russia is paying cash money to people for killing U.S. troops. That is very, very bad. But it's a whole other level of bad to know that the U.S. president has known that Russia was doing that for four months, and during that time, he's chosen to do nothing about it. So, yeah, I mean, everyone reported it as fact, as gospel, yeah. and even... So they said that it was confirmed. Confirmed, yes. Did they confirm with their sources? The opposite of what was really yeah. going on. And, and, and this got brought up, like, during... I don't know if it was like any specific debates, but like it was definitely brought up when with Biden on the campaign uh, on the campaign trail, he brought it up several times and said, it, like, you know, pretty much said it was treasonous that that Trump is getting away with this and that, you know, it, nothing's being done about it, yada, yada, yada. And hey, and what, what was happening last summer? What was Trump saying that he wanted to do? Withdraw from Afghanistan and. And what have we learned about what the U- U.S. intelligence community does when they're threatened and they might not have the role they but want? They, things get spicy. Mm, right. They will so, fabricate whatever story they want. And they've done it before. Sure. And I'm sure they'll do it again. It right now in real time on Tuesday, April 20th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And these fucking mouthpieces are what makes them effective. Because these fucking idiots just take single-sourced stories from U.S. intelligence and treat it as fact. So, Exactly. So anyway, I mean, we get to this point, and I think it was last Thursday, the Daily Beast um, released a report pretty much saying that, hey, U.S. intelligence actually said that there is, quote, low to moderate confidence in this story. Pretty much saying... It didn't happen. Right. We, we cannot confirm this whatsoever. We can't confirm this ever happened. And that's it. That's it. No one mentioned it. No one brought it up from any like MSNBC, CNN, New York Times, Washington. No one said anything. Even after almost a year of claiming not only was it fact, but it was confirmed by multiple sources that this was 100% true. And we know the only reason or one of the only reasons why this continued to go on because it makes the bad man, Trump, look terrible. And it was just, it, it just Same thing with the suckers and, and losers story. I bet suckers you the same and, yeah. exact yeah. thing happened. Oh, of course. Someone just fucking made it up. And yep. because it came from someone in the U.S. intelligence community, it's fact and everyone in America believes it's true. Right. So, so that, that's generally it. I mean, I'm sure I left out some some other details, but that's the gist of it. So another Russia scandal that right. was it, used we, to take is there Trump any down. fucking reason why they would think or wonder to themselves why people don't trust them and why people hate them? <laughs> can't, can't think of one. I mean, just add this to the fucking Rolodex. I mean, it, what bothers me the most is like, this just shows that these companies can knowingly lie 
to America with zero repercussions. Like they, they are equivalent to WWE of news at this point. Right. Like, like why is of- that? Why is that shit any different than fucking Fox News talking about election fraud? <laughs> it's literally it's the, same the same thing. fucking thing. It's the it, same it, thing. It, if anything, I think it's arguably worse because they know it's not true, and then they never go and correct themselves. Well, like they're almost—it's not without the realm, of, uh, you know, outside of the realm of possibility that they believe the U.S. intelligence. Sure, that are but the Fox this. News eventually got off the election fraud train, well, and like that's sued. Yeah, <laughs> but like it, it, these companies are almost incentivized to come up with the most outlandish hit jobs possible, knowing potentially they're not true. And then if it's not true and they just lied to America, no big deal. Nope. Just rinse and repeat. Like, hey, dang. Right. That's exactly what Taibis talks about. about it's just like, yeah. just move on. Yeah, what was the... Yep. Uh, I'm getting the headline right now. So Bill Crystal, is that the guy? Bill yeah. Crystal. Yeah. Crystal. So his article title is... What was the American interest in staying in Afghanistan beyond the fall of the Taliban? It was to prove bin Laden wrong about America's long-term commitments, especially overseas. Right in the New York Times. And there are, there are other things, too. I mean, there were reports oh, that seen, came out. Like already like fucking six articles at this right. point. from like, 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 like a couple weeks. I think a week ago, there was like something about like, oh, what about the, the Afghan woman? You know, what's going to happen yep. to them now that, you know, and, and how about the, the veterans who are back home? Like, why do we fight all that time? What was it for? Like all these things just to make it seem like, you know, like, I can't believe we're leaving. We need to stay like it's and it's just it's just ridiculous. But again, it all comes down to and I think Sagar brings up a good point. Like you have to when you and I know it's tough to at least for me, I know, like when I see these things, I think when most people see these things, they don't think always think like rationally about it. But I'm certainly going to do my best to train myself to sit back and just think, okay, who's going to benefit from a crazy ass story yeah, like this? Because exactly. he's absolutely spot on. Like who stands to benefit? And it's I, apparently, and I, I, I may have gotten this wrong. Isn't it true that the, the Afghani government leaked this story or, or it was accused of leaking the story? I thought I heard that. Um, or like, it was like a rumor and they kind of had an idea like, well, this is going to get picked up in the U S easily and sure enough it did you know all the all the liberal media outlets took the bait but because obviously afghanistan like many of those people as 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 many people as they as as they want us to leave there's many people that want us to stay there specifically these governments that are happy to have our troops there you know to 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 defend them and and make them feel safe there's a lot of people that stood to benefit from that story and also staying in Afghanistan, because now, like, if, if that story's true, oh, we now have to stay because we're not only fighting against the Taliban, we're fighting against Russia. America's yeah. favorite make-believe opponent since, <laughs> since breaking the Cold War. The, the big bad boogeyman. Like, and it's always yeah. there. It's always there in the media's back pocket to use that as ammunition for anti-Trump stuff. And the guy's not even in office anymore. And people were still talking about this up until Thursday or last Thursday, I mean. Yeah, I think you nailed it. It's when you see a headline, you have to think as opposed to react to the headline and think, okay, who's ben- who's publishing this and who's going to benefit this? And you instantly know their motives. It's Absolutely. that transparent. Well, isn't it the same exact thing with the whole Sicknick story? Brian, the officer from the Capitol riot? Sure. Yeah. You guys see that? Uh, the, yeah, the that, that one, I, I, don't, I still don't buy it. There's no way that guy just dropped dead. What do you mean? There's no way. 
So they're saying he died of natural causes. There's no way he just dropped dead by coincidence as those riots were going on. Well, no, no, no. It happened he after. Drop dead at. It happened a day after. He didn't drop dead at the Capitol. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought after. it was the guy. I thought it was the guy who died at the Capitol. No, no, this is another guy. Okay. So that that was, and I guess that was the point when we were. That's kind of the point I was trying to make, Jared, when we were talking about it before, like. What were we? T- all right. So, so to Ty's point, what were we told about his death? Well, I just remember hearing. I'll like, tell you right now. Look, okay. this is what we were told. We'll fight it. Officer Brian Sicknick died after being hit in the head with a fire extinguisher during the hours long attack. They beat a Capitol Police officer to death with a fire extinguisher. Officer Brian Sicknick died after being hit in the head with a fire extinguisher during the fight. He died at the age of 42 after he was bludgeoned. The fire extinguisher. We were told that for weeks. So there was never a fire extinguisher. No. Well, according to the medical examiner, there wasn't. There wasn't any external or internal injuries that he sustained at the riots. It was the strokes. And again, I I don't know anything about strokes. I would imagine that being in that environment could not have been good for his for his health. I don't know if he had a past did he did he have like a past history of of this kind of? Um, I don't know. I'm not sure either. I, I may, what's I the know. guy's name? Brian? What? Sicknick. Sicknick. But um, did Brian Sicknick actually get hit with a fire extinguisher? <laughs> That's quite a Google. Use the old search. Google machine on this one, baby. <laughs> did that did that auto generate? Did someone else already look that up? But yeah, I mean, like, but but to your point, Ty, like we were told that forever, and again. The initial reaction, the, the the climate in this con- in the country at the time, the atmosphere. Oh, I mean, we were talking it. about it. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah, the fact that course. this guy got beat to fucking death in this riot and by all, a fire all extinguisher. Right. I mean, the image that paints in your mind is horrific. It's terrifying. It's it literally can totally shaped the way you feel about that whole day. Because I mean, right. like at now at yeah. this point, like the only people that died, like didn't die because someone killed them, like. The only people, that, the only person that died because of a murder was one of the fucking protesters. Yeah, I swear I saw actual video footage of a police officer getting like bludgeoned, though. Uh, no, we saw fit footage of someone like getting. I don't know if it was a police officer, but someone getting hit with like a flag pole. Like a, someone got like a big pole that had a flag on, and they were like beating him on the ground with it. But like the the, yeah. the image they're trying to portray is like in I think it's like season two of Game of Thrones when, like, right. uh, because if that really happened, then that's incredible and something you report on, of course. But like, did we hear any like reportedly or sources say or no? Nope. <laughs> it was this happened. This is fact. We confirmed it with whoever a source sources confirm whatever the hell they, they wrote it at. And again, you think of a bloodthirsty mob taking a fire extinguisher and bashing someone's head. And that's what we were made to believe. And you know what? Like Ty said, we talked about it. We were caught up in it because of everything going on. But then when the dust settles and this, and stuff I mean, that, out, that was a huge part of it. Yeah. Like, yes, yeah. the whole day was unsettling. It was, you know, terrible. Um, but, you know, it, that took it to a whole nother level. And, and this is this is this is the response from CNN. Joining us now, Brian Stelter, CNN chief media correspondent and host of Reliable Sources. So, Brian, this yeah. doesn't change what happened on January 6th. This doesn't change the fact of the insurrection. It does adjust 
what we knew or believed happened to Officer Sicknick. It really is different than what we suspected at the beginning and over the course of time here. There is an effort among some in conservative media and on the right in general yeah. just to rewrite or to deny that January 6th happened at all. How do you think this will play into that? Yeah, I think riot denialism is getting worse over time, and this Sicknick news is being used in that effort. Is that Potato Man? That is our boy. Oh, fucking God. I mean, come on. This is what I mean. They can't even come to their senses no. just for one second and say, hey, we're acknowledging like we we fucked this one up. Like we relied on sources, you know, or a source and we reported it as fact. And clearly that has not borne out to be the case. Instead, it's this doesn't change anything. This doesn't nope. change anything. They're this telling you what irrelevant. you need to think before they even tell you the facts. Right. Riot denialism is rampant among right-wing people. Are you fucking kidding me? Is that in Webster's? After what we saw last summer? Yeah. Did anyone on, on, on the left want to say a fucking bad word about what was happening? No. Uh, no. That would be a no. And yeah, they're right. Like, I'm sure there is a faction of the right wing that just wants to forget about it or say it wasn't a big deal. Who gives a fuck? Is, is that a reason for you not to apologize? I, this is just, I mean, the two perfect examples of them getting something completely wrong and just saying, not a big deal. Don't hold it against us. Not even saying not a big deal. They don't say Doesn't anything. change anything. They, they, they just stand their ground and they just keep going with it. It's pathetic. Or they just don't talk about it. One, one of the pathetic. other. Um, I think that it, gain, regaining credibility in our media is a harder problem to solve, will be a harder problem to solve than ending racism. I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> I really, I'm not, I'm not I knew being you sarcastic. had to go there. No, I, no. I'm not being sarcastic. I, I think how could you possibly ever gain confidence in these institutions again when this just happens daily. Yeah, I mean, but we you, know there are can. institutions out there that aren't like that. Yeah, no, I'm referring specifically to, to media, to mainstream media. Oh, and yeah. I, I think they will, I will they, I'll never look at them credibly again the rest of my life. And I think no. millions of Americans no, no, feel no, no, the no, same no. way. Not nope. Fox News, not CNN, not any of them. Hell no. Do before before our awakening... Like a year or two ago, not even two years, like a year and change ago, like we would have maybe looked at some of their stuff with a little bit of a grain of salt and be like, yeah, I don't know. Like they just love shitting on Trump, but not as bad as we see it now. Oh my God. No, no way, dude. No way. And then just the. We've been awakened. Yeah, to feel that same thing about, you know, right wing politics and understanding how corrupt and, you know, just selfish they are and. How much they fucking like we 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 bash them for you know a bunch of shit too. So I mean, it, yeah, it's insane. Um, what was the we had one more thing to get to before some fun and games, right? Uh, the corporate tax rate. No. Ooh, taste. No, that. wasn't that? No, yeah, it was. was it? Oh, it was the thing that you showed us, Ty. The the college educated people. That the one? Oh, the and no, and rate, the other thing I was thinking about was um the Joy Reid segment. Oh, with Fauci. Yeah, so you can pick Adam which one you want to go to out of um, those because it doesn't matter to me. Fuck, it's a tough one. You know what? 
Let's talk about COVID. We, have, we haven't talked man. about COVID for, for, you know, an episode or two. That could be wrong. I could be totally wrong. I'm sure we did. Probably, last we week. probably hit COVID, but let's talk about Fat Fauci and COVID. You're one of your, your favorite uh, anchors. I'm surprised she's not wearing a ma- like two masks during like these broadcasts. Yeah, do, can you can you look up? Can you find those tweets for me? Oh, the uh, for uh, where we were making fun of her. Yeah, yeah. So I'll track them down. She has Dr. Fauci on, and, and I really only have one problem with everything he said. Um, and she, you know, asks him about right-wing paranoia with the vaccine and how like there's all this vaccine hesitancy etc and he's you know she's like what do we do about it and he didn't really you know there's not really a clear solution there but one of he did say he said if not enough people get vaccinated then we will not get to the point that people want to get to and earlier he, he was that. referencing, you know, getting to back to normal, right? So that's what he was talking about. He was yeah. saying, we're not going to get to the point I was talking about earlier where, you know, a majority of the populace is vaccinated. He's like, we're not going to get to the point where everyone wants us to be if not enough people get vaccinated. I found those. About that? Oh, sorry. Jerry, go first. I wasn't saying then. Good. Oh, no, I was, I, was saying, I found the tweets. Uh, if you want me to throw the tweets out to yeah, so, th- th- so for the listeners, context, th- this is this is the type of person that just was conducting the interview. Okay, so this is from uh, April 11th. So it says, "I'm with Cape Cape Hart J. When I'm at Cape Hart J, whoever that is, I too am one vax down. And even when I get the second shot, I'm too scared <laughs> to be out there wilding." No flying and no indoor activities for me. Nope. Hashtag the Sunday show. She continues. And she has a picture of her face. She's wearing her masks, plural. And we double mask in our family. The hospital style one with the cute cloth one on top. We'll still be doing that for the, for the foreseeable future. Here's my fun, the readout mask. And it's just her wearing a mask. So, so safe to say she's rational right yeah right and, and there was one dude, little she thing believes that, in science when it suits her narrative well dude that that's the thing so drew holden um there's a guy he's the one that had the whole russiagate thing that he broke it down like right from the beginning and he even he before uh the tweet he puts out quote unquote party of science really having a hard time with the scientific miracle of vaccines <laughs> <laughs> so it's so true but he's so spot on. Yeah. So, uh, but my science my, in general with COVID. Go ahead. I I took more issue with with his his statement there. So, what do you guys think about him saying? And we know his influence on public policy over the last year of him saying like, look, even if we're what comes to August and we don't have enough people that are vaccinated, we still have to wear masks. We still have to socially distance. There's still capacity restrictions. Uh, Honestly, this is exactly how I called. It was all going to go. Like these people are not going to want to get back to normal. They'll come up with every excuse in the book to keep in power, keep the fear going, 
And like science people like that only deal in absolutes and facts. So, so that's so, the thing, right? It's it's like, okay, yes, we can have the CDC and someone like him be an advisor, but he shouldn't. We like we shouldn't just take what he says as a recommendation for public policy. There's much more that goes into that than yeah. just pure data. Like and data that he uses and cherry picks on based on what narrative he's trying to push. Right, and and toss out data that's inconvenient to the narrative. Like, yeah. hey, 80% of people in the fucking hospital for this shit are obese. And we didn't hear that once. Has anybody has anybody brought that up to Fauci? I haven't heard it brought up. I have no idea. I mean, uh, he's not an idiot. I'm sure he'd say, yeah, you're absolutely right. That's 100% a contributing factor. But, dude, I... I mean, that's going to be the point where people are going to fucking lose it. Like if, if we're now gotten to this insane point where we're not lifting restrictions because we don't have enough people vaccinated, but the people vaccinated are not willing to get vaccinated. What do we do? And I can totally see that happening because I think there's still a lot of people out there who aren't going to get vaccinated. Right. Like and look, like, where like I am, like I don't have in, to worry about month, it. In the next month or so, I feel like everybody who's going to want to be vaccinated is going to be vaccinated. Next two months, we'll say exactly two months. Give it, and you know what? So after that, like what? Well, after that, they better make you put it on your fucking license or passport, and you're not it's going never, anywhere. Going to get approved. Oh, I'm just saying that. that they, but they should. What do you mean, fuck no, that? Fuck that. No. Why? No, I don't. I don't Slippery need. Slope, I don't man. need. Yeah, I don't need proof of a vaccination. I don't need the government. But wouldn't that incentivize know my personal medical information? In Dude, yeah. they already know your personal medical information. Well, I'm not willing to have them have one more use case. Well, I guess my my whole reasoning behind it is we need to make it. We need to get these non-vaxxers and these people who are on the fence. It doesn't have to be all of them. Why? Why though? Like whatever. If you don't want to get it, then we, we can't. And you should have the it. choice. Yes. Then, you, then you should also not be able to do other things and and put other people at risk. No. But if you're not, if but, you're not vaccinated, aren't you only putting yourself at risk at that point? If everybody yeah, else like is if you're vaccinated? vaccinated, I mean, the chances of you getting infected show like and actually feeling any symptoms and transmitting the virus are incredibly low like all the data so far shows it is incredibly unlikely like they had 5800 people i think um got infected with covid uh and and were vaccinated and i was like wow like that was that cnn headline 5800 people get infected and i was like holy shit like that kind of sounds like a lot and i look and i was like well, there's like 100 million people that have gotten vaccinated. Yeah. So the odds are like 0.00006. Right. And I'm, not, so, I'm not disputing the science there. I'm not Joy Reid. Like, I, I get that. Well, so that's why I'm just it, thinking of it. I'm just trying to think of a way to incentivize people to get the vaccine that are on the fence. That's all. Because, you know, you know, yeah, there's going to be the population that no matter what you do, they're never going to get it. It's just never going to happen. But there's definitely people on the fence that can be swayed one way or the other. Right. So, Do you think they're going to be swayed by someone like Dr. Fauci telling them that no one's going to get to get it? Right. To no one's going to get to go back to normal. No, I, I, didn't, I didn't. Well, I didn't say go into restaurants. I'm talking about like 
you know, I meant like traveling and planes and shit, but I don't disagree with what you're saying. I, I I'm throwing that out there and I'm not, obviously I'm not even make that up. That's people have also thrown that out there too. I'm just trying to think of a way to get more people, even if it's not everyone, if it's more people to, to try to get this, just get this vaccine and get closer to whatever, whatever I've, number Fauci decides to throw out at us for herd immunity, you know, cause we know he'll move the goalposts. He's already done it, but it's just something to get people, you know, push a little more people across the vaccine line. That's all. I think a vaccine passport would do the exact opposite. I think if anyone was on the fence and you said, you got to show proof of vaccination, they'd say, fuck this. I just agree. Disagree. I, I think that, there'd be lots of people that you're right would be probably wouldn't want to do it. But I also think there'd be people like, fuck, I want to travel. I'm getting the vaccine. Yeah, maybe you're right. I'm not saying everyone would, but I mean, you know, it, just some it, way. So, it's, so it's my, my point was, messy. yeah, like I'm not worried about it. I have, except for being able to do like sporting events and concerts, like I can do everything I want at hundred percent capacity now. And, but it's not going to be the same in every state. Nope. So like, can you imagine living in like a Michigan? I mean, despite having the, one of the strictest measures, you could, you couldn't go on a trip to Europe if you wanted. Yeah. I mean, that's gonna, that's gonna suck. Right. If that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean like Rhode Island's not, we're not going to be at a hundred percent anytime soon. I mean, we're like 75, I think in, in restaurants, but I don't see that changing much, maybe a little bit, but certainly not a hundred percent. No. Right. All because they're, you're going to tell me that this is all because there are people out there that don't want to get vaccinated. And until they change their mind, nothing changes. Or, you know, these restrictions uh, st- still stay in place. Like they're making us go as fast as our slowest people, essentially. Like we right. have to, we have to. Like, uh, dude, eventually, like we don't live like in uh, fucking communist, you know, China-like society where everyone has to, you know, get on the knee and bow to the government. Like we all did our thing. Everyone wore masks. Everyone socially distanced. I mean, we are well over a year at this point. So, like, I I am gonna fucking lose my mind if they're going to use these vaccine numbers against us and say, well, hopefully, sorry, some of you are just. Not grown-ups, and so the rest of you, sorry. I mean, everyone has to stay You're screwed, too. Unfortunately, based on the track record of the last 14 months, um, no science or logic has been used in any of the regulations put in place. So that's not encouraging. But hopefully we can count on the governors having some clear criteria of here's what we need to do to get things open on a state-by-state level, fully open. Um I don't know if that's hospitalizations. I don't know if it's positivity rate or what, but I don't think it should be people vaccinated because you're not even thinking about all the people who also had COVID who have the antibodies. Yeah. No, nobody talks about that. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just going to feel bad for, for, I mean, you guys, I mean, hopefully you're right. The governors just do the right thing, but. You know, I think there's going to be they're going to it's going to be tough for those politicians. I think there's going to be a lot of pressure. And they're so my, my best guess that when things will be normal, normal will be 2022. That's sad. Well, it better be before September of 2022. 
You're fucking that's just insane. Like, dude, by this summer, it should be go back to living your life. Summer of love, baby. Don't you think? Summer of Mo. I agree. You pre- I agree preaching with you, the choir, man. <laughs> Unfortunately, right. we're not the ones who have to be convinced. Right. Oh, that's my whole fucking point is, you know, I don't fucking care who wants to get it and who doesn't. That's not my problem. Not my problem. That's not, yeah. that's not the I, rest I of our, you. our, you know, problems. So I think we've, we've um, created our own little echo chamber on this podcast. And I think that's one of the things that we always, we're all good. We, we, yeah. We're so obsessed with, you know, uh, not being partisan that we've somehow gotten to the point where we all are just the same, same person. We just yeah. think the same. Um, party. All right. <laughs> the sit party. <laughs> um so let's, let's do, do the uh, literacy test and then okay the... you guys want to do that first or you yeah. want to do yeah do I, do I need a pen it might yeah yeah it would help to have something one. to write on yeah i mean i we can i i have a stay woke but i think between these two things it might we might not have enough time yeah. for it but this is this is more than fine all right, all right. so about it Let's see yes. how literate. Let's see if we could have voted back in the days. In the day. All right. So while you guys are getting, and I emailed this to you guys, by the way, I emailed you the questions. Um, so for the audience, uh, Tyler and Mo are going to take a modified version of the 1960 Louisiana literacy test. Um, and the idea was brought up because we talked about how Biden said that the new Georgia voting laws were uh, reflective of Jim Crow or Jim Crow on steroids. And we all kind of laughed about it. So we, you know, it was like, all right, well, I happen to have this literacy test, which was actually a Jim Crow thing and actually kept African-Americans and some, some poor white Americans as well from being able to cast their vote at the polls. So, um, do you guys want to do it? We'll just do one question at a time. Does that work for you guys? You tell us, teach. Give it to us like you gave it to the kiddos. Right. We'll do it. Well, well, I gave it to the kiddos. is a lot easier because they had a printed out copy. I just said, okay, go. And I didn't even give them any directions. I just wanted them to do it. Okay. Um, but for the sake of the podcast, I think it might be better if we do this one at a time and, you know, we can discuss, uh, you know, each one a little bit. Um, all right. So let's start with question number one. All right. We'll start with the easy ones. Okay. So number one, draw a line around the number or letter of this sentence. And I won't be explaining anything, by the way. So you read it and you guys tell me what you think the answer should be. (laughs) Say it again. So question one, do you have the email in front of you, Jared? No, I oh, okay. only have one screen. I say it might help. To, okay, I was saying on your phone, it might help to read okay, it too. So but just that's put fine. the fucking literacy test over the screen. You don't, need to see us. <laughs> you don't have to see us. I'll pull it up on my phone. So I'll read ah. again. So number one. So yeah, but don't I need this like printed out? Well, on your piece of paper, just kind of like jot down what you would do, or at okay. least be able to tell me what you would do. I know it's not perfect. Okay. If you guys had printers, it'd be easier. But All I don't right. have a printer either. So. So draw a, draw a line around the number or letter of this sentence. And then tell me when you guys think you know the answer. I'll give you guys a few That's seconds. It's actually like impossible. It's, yeah, it's not a real... It doesn't even make <laughs> sense. 
<laughs> just, just do what you think. Do what you think is the right answer. And I'll tell you what the right answer should be. And I'm, again, I, I, my answer sheet is a total guess because who the hell knows? Okay. All right. So, Ty, what did you uh, do for that? That is correct. Yeah, I baby. Same, I did the same. I circled one. All oh, right. Damn it. Good job. Good job. All right. <laughs> one for one. Jim Crow. I mean, that, that question is not a real question. <laughs> yeah, that's no. actually like I, I had to really think about that. Okay. And I don't, I don't think any of us actually got it right. Like there's no right well, answer. To that, that that's the thing. And we'll talk about that after because there's going to be a couple of things I'll, I'll bring up, but we'll go through the test first. So number two, circle the first, first letter of the alphabet in this line. I think the dudes who wrote these questions need a fucking literacy test. Circle the first, first letter of the alphabet in this line. And either show me what you did or just tell me what you did. It's, it's fine. This is fucking bullshit. <laughs> I think I, I got my answer. All right, Jared. Um. Okay. Is it That's backwards? That, nope. That you got it. That's correct. That's correct. Real oh, brainiac. Ty, say something. Oh, I circled. Uh, can't see it. I circled no, C. It, okay. Uh, that's incorrect. Fuck. <laughs> when I meant say something, I meant saying it in the mic so the screen pops up because I couldn't see it in the little screen. All right. So. If this were the regular literacy test rules, Tyler would have failed already. So you, so you so cannot. I'm vote already that. out. It's You're already just... out. You can't vote. But we're <laughs> you gonna. You need 100. You need 100. So, but wow. keep going. So Mo's still alive. Mo's uh, right to vote is still alive. All right. Democracy. Um... <laughs> All right. This one you got to draw a little bit, but it's not bad. So, draw five circles five little circles and number them one through five left to right. This isn't the question. This is just what you need to do before five circles and then left to right. Number them one. Put the number in the circle or the number in in the circle. Yeah. In the circle. Okay. Okay. So the question is, or the task is in the first circle below, write the last letter of the first word beginning with L. So in the first circle, you see, you guys actually have to read the question here. In the Which first circle below, number oh, three. Okay. Sorry, we're going I see it, I see it, yeah. yeah. Ty, something's wrong with your mic, by the yeah, way. I don't know what's going like on. Water. It's like echoey. Right. Oh. Something might get loose. That's Hello. Yeah. Yep. That's it. So in the first circle below, write the last letter of the first word beginning with L and you guys can just, my answer. All right. And you guys can just tell me what the letter is. You don't have to show me. Mo's correct. Big brain over here. The first circle. <laughs> You're fighting for your right to vote right now. So shut up. I'm it's trying important, to think. man. Yeah. The first circle below, right? The last letter of the first word beginning with L. T. You can just shout out the letter, Ty. T. Say T. Yeah. T, that is correct. <laughs> T is correct. 
All right. All right, here we go. Ready? Number four. <laughs> right, right, from the left to the right, as you see it spelled here. Right, right, from the left to the right, <laughs> as you see it spelled here. <laughs> Imagine actually not being good at reading and trying to wrap your mind around that. Imagine not having an education and not understanding yeah, anything. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I don't think Mitchell Sinek could do that one. <laughs> uh, all right. Again, you guys don't have to write it all. Just tell me what you think the answer would be. And I'll I tell you. Spelled right it would just be R-I-G-H-T, right? Right. Yeah, that's what I did. That is correct. That is correct. We'll come back to that one later and we'll talk about how fucked up it is, but that's correct. Okay. So Jack, yeah, because the Jared's punctuation four four right like, now. There's no punctuation. <laughs> so you just read it as a fucking run on no. sentence. Yeah, fucking exactly. Racist, dude. My brain works in a run on sentence. That's why I'm thriving. <laughs> all right. Um this one. All right, bear with me here. This one you have to Draw a triangle, like a bigger triangle. And in the triangle, I want you to write the phrase Paris in the spring, with Paris being capitalized and spring being capitalized. God fucking damn it. Okay, so you draw the triangle and then Paris in the spring, you write inside the triangle and then next to the triangle, just draw a straight line, like a line you would write on. And let me know you guys are good. This is, this is great. Great audio. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> I hope, I hope uh, we're getting the gist of it uh, from the audience. All right, ready? Okay. Right? Yeah, might as well. Write down on the line provided what you read in the triangle below. Again, write down on the line provided what you read in the triangle below. So you guys just tell me what you do. You don't have to actually write it. I'm writing Paris. Is this a trick question? I don't know. Yeah, Paris in the spring, right? I would I would assume that is the correct answer, but we'll come back to that one too. So Mo, look at Mo. Mo really wants to vote. I do, man. Bullshit. I got it's one, 1960, one, one dude. 1960, man. So you, you, I, I know who you're voting for. Who are you voting smarter for in 1960? Smarter than the uneducated black man in the 60s. Wait, so what was number two? What was the answer to number two? Number two? That's the number one I got two wrong, I was circle the letter A. You had to circle the letter A in the word alphabet. I think you circled the letter C. Oh, oh okay. Yep. Yeah. All right. Okay. You guys ready for this one? <laughs> Actually, this one. All right. You, you need to be looking at the question here because you, you just need, just need to. Ready, Mo? And I'll tie it up. Okay. Ty, you ready? Mm. Write every other word in this first line and print every third word in the same line but capitalize the fifth word that you write. I actually want to see if you guys get this one. And this, this can be our last uh, one. We don't have to keep going after this. If you, unless you guys want to. There's only two more, but I'll read it again for the uh, listeners. Write every other word in this first line 
and print every third word in the same line, but capitalize the fifth word that you write. What, what is the first line? Where does the no first questions? No questions. Shut up! Well, we're reading your fucking. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I know. think right. there's just no grammar because you typed this. No, dude, I, I, pr- the- I promised you this is word for word. I can show you the document. All right, so the first line, Jared, you're right. I would have yeah, to. Yeah, it would be every correct. word. So ready? Hold on. Hold on. So the first line, I'll, I'll tell you what the first line is. I left that part out. It, it just That's the way it came up in the email. So the first line starts with right and it ends with and. Okay. Okay. You got, does that make sense? Yep. Okay. Wait, what? So starting with right. Yep. So write every other word in this first line and that's the first line. So okay, normally okay. it would be like that line and then everything else would be below it. Yeah, I mean, it's that's, the same fucking thing. It's every third word. Well, not not exactly. Just try, yeah, try try and answer that one. We can end it here because this one is this one's fucking wild. This might be the worst the worst one, and I can't imagine anyone got this one right, or very few people did because there's a lot of ways around it. So your answer is really going to be a two part answer, essentially. Oh, dead air. I got to say something. So right now, Mo is, and I mean, just watching you guys take this, um, when I presented this to my students, I told them it was a pop quiz. At least these fucking students didn't have you talking in their ear. That's true. (laughs) That's fair. But I gave them the entire 30 question test. And I said, you had 10 minutes. Did you let them ask you questions? Nope. I didn't explain a darn thing. And some of these so messed up. It's very messed up. And I gave it to my like my higher level group. So like they, they're super competitive and they want to do well on everything. And they like bitch and moan about everything if, if they don't like get a 100 on it. So they were like, there were some kids that were visibly frustrated, like going through this and like were very upset. And then I explained everything and they were fine. But you didn't um, want to give it to the slow class. Do you think you just would melt um, their brain? No, I, I did. I just didn't give them all 30 questions. I just I abbreviated it a little more than this, what you guys are doing right now. Nice. So we're not quite the slow class. No, no. All right. I don't think I got this one right. All right. Well, let's hear it. Right other in this capital line and. <laughs> okay. That's That's actually part one you got. Did There's you write multiple it? Multiple parts. Did, well, kind of. Did you write it in cursive? No, I thought about that. Where they were oh, like, but I didn't do it. Okay. Yeah. See, I actually started with every. So I did the same thing, but for some reason, oh. started with the second word. Well, there you go. All right. So, what else do you have then, Jared? Because it's kind of like I said, it's kind of a two-part answer. That's all I have. I just combined all three parts into one sentence. Okay. Right. Other in this capital line and. Capital line? What the fuck is that? The, oh, the capital L line. Okay. Capitalized, yeah, the fifth word. Yeah. That's my fifth word. Okay, so that's actually wrong then. You got it wrong. I'll explain after I and then after Ty goes. goes my yeah, I, I, well, I, I told you, I fucked mine up. I mean, I did the same <laughs> thing. I just started with the wrong word. Yeah. All right, so the answer should have been 
and I'm not even lying. Like it would have been, oh, you had to write in cursive because back then people wrote in cursive more often. Like like the formal, like they don't even teach that anymore. I don't even think I can. This very I I, either. The only thing I write in cursive is my signature, and that's like gibberish as it is. Yeah. So the answer is write other in first and every word the. That's the that's the that's the first part, and then the second part is other this and third and then a capital t for the yeah this is i bet you nobody's ever got that question right probably not (laughs) but we can stop there because we have we have the music thing i don't want to take it too shy but let's talk about a couple of these so again what you guys heard the listeners okay so ty and jared just uh neither of us could have voted yeah, so if Ty and Jared were um, African American, and, and and here's here's the general thing. So when you show up to the poll, um, if you can't prove that you have more than a fifth grade education, there's no document that you, that says that hey, I went to school and I made it through elementary or middle school or high school or whatever, then you would have to take this test in order to. I'm vote. sure most people didn't have documents, considering if they went to school, it's probably in somebody's house. Well, yeah, I mean, so there you go. And, and that's that's a key point, Mo, is that, you know, certain people, they wouldn't bust their balls over not having something that proves that they have a fifth grade education or more. But other people, they would obviously make more of an effort to expose it. And I just want to be clear. This is the literacy test that they give in Georgia in 2021, right? This is the exact same thing. So Biden was spot on. So they replaced water. The, with the old guy tests. is sharp. He sure is. I would love to see Biden and Trump have to do this on a live stream. I think that awesome. would be pay-per-view incredible TV. It's yeah. fucking torture. Pay-per-view. Oh, all the, pay-per-view all the money gets that. donated back to the American people. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's a couple of things, like a couple of quick things and we can go, we can play the, the next thing. Um, so like number one says, draw a line around the number or letter in this sentence. Number two says circle the first letter of the alphabet in this line. So like draw a line around is like, who the fuck says draw a line around something you would just say circle, but they change up the fucking wording. Cause you, now you start double guessing yourself. Um, guessing. D- double guessing. You guys ever heard? We know guessing? Adam wouldn't pass the literacy test. Is it double guess? No, you guys ever heard double of that? Checking. Double checking, contradicting, whatever. I already also, failed. Also, it cracks me up that your e- email signature photo is still Steve Smith, even though you're a 30 year old male. Haven't changed it once. <laughs> haven't changed it once. And I don't think anyone knows. There's like maybe a few people that actually would know who that person is. Not at all. Um. Yeah, there's just like other shit, like like the right thing. There's like right in one. Um, in one part of the sentence, and then it says print in the other. Like that's fucking sketchy. Uh, number, yeah, number four. It says right, like number four, which you guys were correct. But if I were a, a dickhead, I could have said, well, you only wrote one word that you should have written. Because if you read it again, it says right, right from left to the right, as you see it spelled here. So you can argue that I asked you to write that entire sentence minus the word right instead of just the word right. So like there's, it, it's very easy to manipulate what the right yeah, answer we would be. We just went through the test. No, I, I'm just for everyone. We got for, manipulated. Yeah, exactly. We got played. 
So it, th- these questions are specifically designed to fuck with your mind and they call it a literacy test. And it's, it's laughable because, and a lot of the other questions that I didn't include include like drawing lines and, and shapes and all this weird shit that, it, it, you know, in any way possible to keep African-Americans from voting like this is Jim Crow, whatever the fuck yeah. they're doing in Georgia right now. Was it made in bad faith? Like we said before? Yes. A lot of that was, and it was all based off of a lie talking about lies. It was all based off of a fucking lie and something that never happened. However, when he said but it was on, the, on the actual policy level, it's really not. It's not that, that bad. That crazy. It's no, not that crazy. Not it's all. not like infringing on rights and everything like that. And a lot of the stuff that Biden said, as we already said in that press conference that a lot of people watch because he hasn't said a lot of stuff. So I guess people will pay more attention to when he does say something. A lot of the stuff he said wasn't true. And with all that being said, that's not even close to what Jim Crow is. You guys just experience what Jim Crow really is. That is what keeps this is what kept millions of black people from voting. In, and that was in 1960, guys. Like, my dad was born in 1960. Your dad was already born. born yeah, right? that's crazy. That's, that's fucking wild. Nancy, it wasn't that Nancy long ago. Nancy was 24 years old. She was a thriving adult. <laughs> <laughs> you think Nancy had to take this test? Hey, I thought we said uh, last time this was going to be a, a PVO show, Positive Vibes Only. Fuck. Yeah, and then we, yeah. Then we threw that agenda out the window. Well, let's, let's turn the uh, Positive Vibage up. Yes, let's do first it. Ever, first ever music You got it, man. All right. So, object of the game. It's kind of going to be, we're going to have to, I'm going to have to have like a really close listening ear. We're all going to have to. It's going to be like whoever says it first. Because No, gonna... you should let it play for the 10 seconds. Both of you give your answer and see who gets it right. Okay, you want to do it that How way? How about that? How about like in a yeah, point? Yeah, so you both get a chance to answer. And you get okay. like a point for each one that you get. Okay. You know right, what I mean? We'll like you get song and artist, that's two points, or you just get one, then you get one point. Yep. All so right, what we're going to do. Too complicated. We each. <laughs> we each is that picked, too much math for you, Jack? I just stopped listening after you just said we're going to do a, a point here or a point there. Yeah, so, there uh, you go. So you get a total of however many points that. <laughs> Between the uh, hey, uh, if anyone's looking for uh, a replacement uh, for the great Alex Trebek, we we have him here. So you get a max of twelve points, right? Because <laughs> just keep thinking, just keep thinking it through. I'm putting myself in a mental pretzel here. All right, Jeez. so we're gonna give now. I didn't say this to you guys. If the song, like, if if you can, like, if there's a ten seconds of the you know the first ten seconds of the song. The hardly anything happens like you can go to 15 i've just had one song that i'm going to go to 15 but the others i'm going to give you 10 seconds and uh you got to name either the song or the uh artist okay. either one will get you will get you points and i think what we have to do next time we do this is do a drunk cast and instead of points let's say if you can't get either the artist or the uh yeah, you gotta do a shot. Bottoms up. That I'm gonna shot. Wasted. That is podcast worthy right there. So we'll do that next time. <laughs> All right. So Perfect. I'm gonna go first. I, I hope you guys pick songs that we would actually know. Yeah, well, they have to, to. They have yeah. to be hits. They have, yeah, to, they be have hits. to be hits. Like okay, Billboard, good. like charts. Um. So. All right. I'm. I'll start. Um. So I'm gonna give you guys ten seconds, and then we'll pause, and then we'll let you guys each give an answer. Okay. 
Um, is that My Chemical Romance? My I, I wrote down My Chemical Romance too. Name of the song: Risky something. <laughs> I don't even Ris- know the name of the song. Not risky business. Um, risky something. Wrong, 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 Fuck. wrong, and wrong. Wow. That's not my chemical romance. The Fall title out, boy. of the song is I Write Sins, Not Tragedies. Oh. <laughs> the band is Fallout Boy. No. Panic at the Disco. <laughs> you guys don't remember this all song? Right, so no, I, I, yeah, I definitely remember yeah. I'm sure we're all going to recognize each one of these songs, but some of us are just not, I'm not going to know start, anything about it. Yeah. Wow. I, was, I was very confident in my chemical romance. Me too. I wrote it down. <laughs> All right, second, second song right over there. It's a good riddance <laughs> by Green Day. Another turning point. <laughs> it's definitely Green Day. Um. Time of your life? I don't know. Oh, well, I'm going to give it to you. It's The song is Good Riddance, and then in, in parentheses it says Time of Your Life. Yeah! We both get it. By Green Day. Fuck yeah, Mo. We did it. Point. Dude, I'm pretty sure that was um like <laughs> every high school graduation song slideshow. Yeah. Like literally the, the same stuck in the <laughs> It's a great song. All right. memories <laughs> I love. I, I hate that you like know like half the lyrics, and you like I don't know what the oh, fuck with every is. song I've ever heard. As a caveat, these are all songs, obviously, um, from 1991 to present, so within our yes living time. So this uh, this one, I'm going to give you 15 seconds here. Fuck. God, I don't think I've ever heard that song before. Oh, here we go. Is it Mrs. Missy Elliott? Work it. Oh, Uh, let's go. Wow, was it? I didn't. I didn't know that. Boom. Oh, Oh, look at that ass! Wow, (laughs) (laughs) it's not the first time he's done that. Yeah. Damn, good job, Mo. Nice. No Moses, Missy Elliott. Great job. All right. So I, should, Missy Elliott fan. <laughs> I should have done this before. So um, we'll do Jared will go next. So I just stop my share, Jared. So go to share screen. Oh, fuck. This is going to be tough for us to figure this out. Yeah, it doesn't work. It says host disabled participant screen sharing. Fuck. The I fuck, told man? you this happened, dude. Yeah, I, I wasn't uh, sure we could share our sound either gotta be a way yeah why All right, what if i what if i just play it into my mic i mean we can try to do that and see if it works what about right. or let me um it's fucking horseshit damn it see I, I didn't remember oh wait hold on well it says it says host disabled it can't you yeah that's what i'm looking for um 
All right, let me. I'm gonna play a test song first. Test song. Just testing. Test testing. Song. What the fuck's up with my mouse? It keeps disappearing. All I got is Missy Elliott up in my head now. Yeah, is it worth it? Let me work. Rock. Let me something, something in reverse. Remember that we couldn't figure out why your account kept doing that? There's one. Let me see what I can do. This is an ad. Well, I can, can you hear yeah. it? Yeah, I can okay. hear that. All right, we don't need a test. Go to go to it. All right. Um, Wait, did you have to share your screen for that, or you just played it? No, I, I'm just playing it through my not through my mic. I'm playing it through my actual computer. So I changed my Zoom settings to be speaker and mic through the laptop. Oh, uh, okay, got it. All right. All right. Um, this one I may need to play 15 seconds. We'll see. I'll start with 10. We'll allow it. That was 15. That was 10. <laughs> Give me more. <laughs> yeah, we need five more seconds. Come stop crying. You will be oh. Fuck. What the fuck? The Tarzan guy. God damn it. Oh. Uh, shit. Jesus Christ. Genesis. <laughs> um. Genesis, what the fuck is his name? Phil Collins. Yeah, fuck, that couldn't, yeah. Ty right, gets that one, I couldn't title. think of it. Um, You'll be in my arms. <laughs> You'll be in my arms. Turn this off because they're sick of listening to Adam. <laughs> Did we get it? Yeah. All right, so no, you didn't get shit. You got I the just song sang title. the fucking title. Of course Adam, I got a point. You did not get it. You did not get it. Ty got it. But I guess the song title. No, you said the lyric. That's not the name of the ty- the song? I thought that's what you said. It is, but you just literally repeated what Phil Collins said. <laughs> that's what the ty- All right, whatever. Degree yeah. All right, fine. We'll give you one point. Ty gets... Did you get it to the song title too, Ty? No. So you get one point. Perfect. All right. That was a uh, throwback. Right, this well, when did that cool. song come out? Tarzan's a fucking jam. Um... Whenever Tarzan came out, yeah, I don't know. Late 90s. This one is from 91 on the dot. I'll do 15 seconds again. I think that's more fun. It's like going in and out. I can yeah. barely hear it. Ty, can we say this at the same time? I can barely hear it. All right. Play I know again. what it is. I, I, I know what it is, but I'll I'll let Ty listen first. The fuck is up with my mouse, dude? It keeps disappearing. There you go. Oh fuck. Can we say it at the same time? I don't know it. Good vibrations, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Yeah. Marky Mark. Terrible fucking song. <laughs> terrible quality. Okay. Yeah, that's like 91. No, like I, it just, no, kept, just the, the, song, the sound just kept cutting out. Yeah. Be like two seconds of like I could hear it and then it would just be like. It was tough to muffled. hear. It was definitely tough to hear. Shows All right, this one, I don't know if you guys will get. 
find this is part of the song. Now it is. You can't hear anything. Yeah, it's I tough can't to hear. hear anything. No, uh, not really. Now I can't hear you. Really? And now I can. What is it? It just keeps cutting out? Yeah. Try playing it from your phone. Yeah, dude. Hold, yeah, hold up to your mic. That'll probably be better. I think I'll just do that too. You said the first one sounded fine, right? First yeah, one was perfect. I don't know. There's a YouTube thing. I don't know. I love this song. Most people think of solar energy. So this one you're going to get. <laughs> this is my jam. You're going to get like 17 seconds because the first three seconds are just random shit. Can you hear that? Yeah, yes. <laughs> nope, not anymore. <sighs> yeah, it just cut off towards the end. Are you kidding I can't me? I can't fucking hear it, dude. Yeah. And that was you holding it up to the mic. Is messing with me? No, no, I swear to God. Put your fucking AirPods back in and play it from your phone and hold it up to your ear and see if that works. Make myself deaf. It's a joke. <laughs> Can you hear that? <laughs> we'll see. Well, for now. <laughs> <laughs> no. Can't hear it. Can't yeah. hear it. Sounds like good Charlotte. Your Zoom sucks. I give up. What was it? Can you just tell us? Zoom sucks. Jesus Christ. Did Ty get it right? I just said it. Oh, Ty, you got it right. Good Charlotte. I wouldn't have guessed that. It's uh, something Anthem. Oh, Lifestyle Rich Famous. Yeah. Oh, that's the beginning of that? Oh, that's not what I was thought that was going. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I had no idea. Ty gets that. Lifestyle. The rich and the famous. They're always complaining. Dude, that's most Steve song, man. Money is always complaining. All right. Got so many problems. Lifestyles of the rich and famous. Just Mo is always bitching and <laughs> driving around <laughs> in his new Jeep and always scared. Um. All right. Cool. Twenty fourteen Jeep. I think twenty fourteen. Let's see if you. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. All right, that, that was yeah, uh, that was horrible. That was fucking horrible. Well, let's hope Adam is a little bit better. Not my fault. You don't know how to produce a fucking Zoom meeting where it's, we can share you audio. Get a fucking mic. It has nothing to do with my mic. We'll see, Adam. Well, I'm going to play it on my mic, and we'll see if it does have anything to do with it. All right. Oh, please work. <laughs> Here's my first one. <laughs> Make sure there's no ad. All right, here we go. Can you guys hear it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Nope. You're, so it, yours cut out too. It's something with like the zooms. Like that, I don't no, know. It's, it's like the audio settings. Like I think like through the mic or something. Fuck. It's so you like, guys didn't hear any of that? I know it, like buffering it out. I can tell what song was in like the first two seconds. Well, uh, I'll, uh, let's just do this just for just so this isn't a complete fucking. All right. So I'm going to text it to you, Ty. Yeah. And I'll just okay. uh, you guys can do it to e- each other. That's what she said. I mean, I guess like Mo's already 
You already did yours. So. I already went. Uh, no, so this is fucking stupid. It's just going to be Jared guessing. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Adam, <laughs> try and try and do it without your mic. Playing through the computer. Okay. Your headphones and mic off. So change like all your audio settings to the computer. All right. This is definitely not going to work. Maybe hold it a little it bit further for my away. First song, which is weird. Nope. I don't know. I did. You're still talking to your mic. Can you hear us? I can hear you now. I don't know which one. Do un- 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 unplug your headphones. Jesus Christ. I don't, I, I'm not a Zoom guy. I don't know. This is a complete fail. All right. Well, can you still hear us? I can hear you guys. Yeah. Yeah. You sound yeah, great. Now, now you should be here. Now try and play it through the computer. All right. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so bad. Oh my god! Were you able to hear any of it? Yeah. I mean, I think I know what it is. All right, what I've do you heard think? The song a million times. I don't fucking know what it is though. It smells like Teen Spirit. But yes, by who? By Nirvana. Nirvana. Boom! All right. My point. My point. My point. All right, we'll give it to you both there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ty did come in there at the end. One and one. All right, here we go. Next one. It sounds, I know, it just sounds so fucking bad. I can't hear a thing. Well, what do you think's going to happen at this point? We could all know. know. It, it's an axe. Sorry, Miss Jackson. Miss Jackson. Miss Jackson. Jackson, yeah. Okay. I don't know who sings it. Outcast. All right. One, Jesus two and two. Christ. Here we go. For the win. For the win. T-Swift? Yeah, yes. shake it off. Damn. Guess I didn't pick good ones. You guys guessed them all very quickly. So we need tie tied 3-3-3. So should I just pick a random song now? I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Go back. Please go back to your normal fucking settings. A disaster. I know. Our producer is horrendous. Shut up. Maybe like... Portnoy show where he just calls out Michelangelo and says, is this your fault every time? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So is this, am I coming to you for this now? Uh, let's see. Were there any songs you guys almost put in the list and then didn't like Jared? Like, All right, I've got one. I've got now. one here. Let's go. Ready? Oh, wait, not a uh, sharing. I go back to sharing. Whoops. All right, let's get a little. This is the checkers game where grandson and granddad will bond. This is the kitchen where the new. That's all I'm giving you. Um, It's Nelly. St. Louis. (laughs) (laughs) Is it not St. Louis? (laughs) Nope. Is it Nelly? Yep. Hot, hot. It's not hot in here. 
No. No, not riding dirty. Play it again. It's going down. Nope. Going down or something, isn't that? Country grammar. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we were close. I guess Nelly, so I get a point for that, right? Yeah. So I have Mo wins. I think Mo wins. All right, another, <laughs> I got another one here points. for you. Ready? Nope. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't uh, no, so you don't cool. remember this song? You don't remember that? I guess not. Oh, drop it like it's hot. Yeah. Fitty. Now it's Snoop. Not Fitty? Oh, fuck. Fitty! <laughs> <laughs> Snoop at the beginning. I got drop it like it's hot at least. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, well, I gotta figure this shit out. I don't. I have no idea why it's not letting you guys share. It's fucking bullshit. But you guys suck. We were better than you. It has nothing to do with Jared and I, and it becomes our problem. I literally warned Ty this is not gonna work. Not well, you didn't work. get much fucking context or details, you fucking idiot. <laughs> I I specifically said, hey, remember when we already tried this for karaoke and it didn't work. No, you just said remember karaoke. I, I I don't know what the fuck you were talking about. When I I, I did my punishment, we could Yeah, I know now. I know now. We'll get your brain out of your ass and put some fucking inference skills together. Come on. That that's like making a fucking mountain out of a molehill. There, there, there's nothing there. <laughs> you guys just throwing catchphrases <laughs> out there. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Sound us off. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. (laughs) I love you guys.